splitting lanes. Are you guys pro or against? Definitely pro. Oh. We were down there a year before last on a vacation, the family in San Francisco. And the first time I had a bike come squeezing through on the side right there, it shocked me. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, me too. I think I had to go change my shorts after that. So, hey, guys, welcome to the unofficial podcast. This is the show where we record ourselves talking about whatever we want to talk about. Then we upload it, make it for you available online for free. So no refunds. Quit asking. (laughs) And uh, I'm Rhino. I'm a fourth degree member of the Knights of Columbus, and I'm vice president of the Spokane Diocese of Knights on Bikes. And I'm coming to you from my underground mountain bunker in eastern Washington. And I'm Santa, fourth degree with the Knights of Columbus, and I'm the Knights on Bikes Idaho State President. I'm recording at Smanderson Ranch Studio B in God's country, beautiful North Idaho. Thank you for joining us today. If you like the show, smash that like button like you're hitting the throttle on an open highway. If you want to see more, hit the subscribe button below. And for YouTubers, be sure to click that bell down there to be notified when we push out a new episode your way. And remember... Every time a bell rings, an angel gets their wings, right? So you want to help an angel. Uh, I, I don't think that's theologically sound, but... No. I don't know. I saw it on TV one time. It's in a movie. All right. You see it every Christmas. So angels get their wings. Ring the bell. One more time. Right there. Okay. <laughs> got it. Well, today's episode, we've got a couple of dignitaries. Wait, I should sit up straight. Sit up straight, Santa. We have dignitaries in the house. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, our brothers all the way from uh, way down south, at least from where we are in Southern California. Have you spent much time in California? Mm, I'd, Southern California, a couple weeks a year. I'd spend okay. half of each week down there. I lived there for a while when I was a kid, but we do go back in vacation from time to time. And I just want to tell you real quick. Year before last, we piled into the adventure van and we head down to San Francisco for a vacation. And, uh, you know, a lot of beautiful area down there, a lot of things to take pictures of. And uh, one of the things that my daughters wanted to do now, see, they're they're big fans of the old show Full House. But they've got that that scene in the opening with those colorful houses. They're called the Painted Ladies. They're up next to a park up above San Francisco. So we wanted to go and we wanted to get a picture of the girls like, you know, from the Full House opening. We go up there and there's this guy. Stark naked. He's got nothing but some some mesh underpants on and he's flipping around. He's hollering at everybody and he's running back and forth. We're trying to get a picture. And every time I try to get a picture of the kids, there's this naked guy right there. (laughs) So I'm kind of leaning like this, trying to get my wife and get my daughter to kind of get their head to block this guy out of the view as he's hollering and stuff. And finally, we got a great picture. It's a really good picture. So every time it comes up on my Facebook memories, I look at it and go, oh, that's a great picture. There's a naked guy behind her head, right? (laughs) That guy needs Christ. Yeah, and you just don't even realize how hard I work to try to get in that picture, too. (laughs) I knew I recognized you. (laughs) Got to be totally made of mesh. Uh, All mesh. Yeah, it's called air conditioning in that part of the country. So (laughs) my experience is that, uh, you know, every state in the nation needs Christ. 
California is one of them. So I'm really excited to talk to these guys and hear what they've got planned for that great state. Yeah, so why don't we uh, jump right into it? Because what we're doing today, folks, is we're talking with the two candidates who are running for Knights on Bikes President of State for the state of California. And we've got about one week left of voting. And um, we thought, you know, let's talk to these guys. Let's see what they're all about, what their plans are for Nights on Bikes, for the future, for uh, getting to Mars. I don't know, whatever comes up, we'll talk about it. Today we've got uh, Raj. Let's give it up for Raj. Yeah, Raj is in the house. And uh, we also have Brother Phil here. Let's hear it for Phil. Yeah. So both these gentlemen are running for President of State for Nights on Bikes, California. Biggest state in the country. So you guys are going to have the biggest impact in the country as well, right? I don't know about Uh, Raj, why don't you tell us just a little bit about you and uh, are you a native Californian? Are you a transplant? You know, what's going on with you? Um, So, you know, I was born in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. You know, I went to uh, study in India in fifth grade and then uh, returned back to Canada. Tenth grade, I moved here to uh, California and, uh, you know, we tried Texas for a little while and uh, the humidity was out of control. So it was like, we're going back to California. And, and since then, you know, we've been here. Definitely been a journey. So how long have you been in California? Since 19, I think, yeah, 93. So you're practically days. native there. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And, and it is worth mentioning, I should uh, let everybody know that Raj is the current president of state. Um, so in your current position Raj did you lose a bet or how do you become president of state down there <laughs> well um when I first started out I thought hey you know I have a motorcycle I'm going to be a lone wolf just ride on my own I care about anything I'm so involved with church maybe there's something I could do with church because I got bored I decided to join the Knights on Bikes but no one called me for about five or six months and finally I reached out to Mo who was our honorable founder here and I said hey um, is there anything going on in LA? And they're like, yeah, we got, you know, we got brothers there. Let me go ahead and call your POD. And, uh, yeah, I met Brian in December or something or in spring down there and, uh, in Orange County for food and he treated me well. And, and, uh, you know, we tried it both at the same time because Mo didn't want to be state of president anymore. And, uh, six months later, I was kind of said, okay, Raj, you're POD now for, you're on out. Um, so who, so in essence, you did lose a bet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I thought I was going to uh, learn, yeah, you know, from, from a POD and, and try two years later. I mean, state president and uh, everything's just been a crash course. You know, it's just kind of, uh, here you go, uh, run with it. And uh, it's kind of where I went, you know, and that's where I met Brother Phil and all these other brothers, wonderful brothers. And um, it's been a blessing to know him and the brothers here in California because there's been so many changes and trying to adapt and new bylaws and we had you know it was just trying to get things up to date and modernized and organized and so it's just been um everything started to move really nicely and then eventually the pandemic hit all the masses we had scheduled on a monthly basis per diocese it's just been uh, trying to keep things afloat trying to keep things together but most importantly uh, keep people safe because uh, I've been at Windows firsthand of this pandemic, the hospital and uh, working with patients that are 
actively code positive. Wow. Well, God bless you and, and the work that you're doing there uh, at the hospital. In listening to some of your background, the brotherhood that yeah. you guys have down there is uh, something that we strive for up here in the Northwest as well. You two obviously running against one another as president of state, but you're still brothers first and foremost, and you even you know refer to Phil. So let's bring Phil up. Mm-hmm. Phil. Hey. How are you, man? I'm Tell us a little good. bit about you. Well, I'm not a native Californian. I was uh, I was born and raised in New York, moved to California. I think I was about 18 years old when I came out here to work for uh, the Lockheed Corporation. Kind of been hanging out in California since then, except for the time I spent in Germany while I was in the Air Force. Uh, probably, let's see, I think it was 2011 I joined the Knights of Columbus. and 2015, I joined the Knights on Bikes. It's been really fun. I mean, to, to ride with people that have the same mindset and morals and values and stuff like that is, is really, it just really feels good. Yeah. No, for sure. Well, one thing that, um, I mean, if you've lived there since you were 18, that's been four or five years now. Yeah. Just a, just a few. (laughs) Well, in the, in those four or five years, you've completely lost your Bronx accent. If you ever had one. (laughs) I've been told that, but I was told that almost, Almost as soon as I moved here, I, I kind of refer to myself as a chameleon. I try to blend in wherever I'm at. Yeah. And that's one thing I've always I always liked about visiting California is so much diversity there and, and the camaraderie of the people that I did get to meet and hang out with. I, you know, I'm with you, although you are an official pilot and uh, airline or not airline mechanic, mechanic yeah. aircraft mechanic. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I got my air. I did. I studied for aircraft mechanic in high school, so. I winged that and, and made it, so why can't I wing this? <laughs> uh, lots of wing jokes here now, so I'm, I can see him coming. <laughs> no pun intended, right? <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, the the meat of the matter, you're both running for president of state for Knights on Bikes California. Let's um, let's learn a little bit about, you know, what you're what you see as the vision there. Um, Absolutely. I'll uh, start with Raj. I see you there in the corner. I know you've been the uh, president of state there in California for a little while, and it can be a real learning experience. You know, I'm a fairly new president of state myself, and I'm learning all those same things. You're getting into waters that you, uh, you can't quite see the bottom. But at the same time, there are so many joys. So I was wondering if you wanted to share with us some of your uh, highlights of the last couple of years being president of state. Uh, what stands out to you? What was maybe your favorite event as president of state nights on bikes? One of my favorite events is the Silver Rose. You know, the Silver Rose is um, quite unique. When we were asked by the state to run to Nevada to go get the Rose, we left at probably two, three in the morning to be able to keep the schedule. The, the beautiful thing about this was was that it wasn't the food poisoning because I did get food poisoning in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't pretty. But um, the best thing about it was the meeting of brothers that were excited just to have the Rose come into California. And it was an opportunity to meet brothers from other areas. At the same time, I got to meet brothers that would never would have shown up um, or hadn't shown up in a long time. So it was just basically a bringing of the brothers and, and it's got to meet their spouses, got to meet with those that wanted to be involved with this event. 
this is something that I want to see. There really is something here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And, and, and Phil said it, there's a lot of values. There's a lot of brothers have a background in, in some point with the church was an amazing um, perspective on seeing how brothers would welcome the rose, but also welcome a person that they've never met. Now, did, did you say that you're, you're a cradle Catholic? No, I'm not. I was, a, I was a convert. And when did you convert to uh, the church? Phil joined the Knights of Columbus, uh, 2011, actually. It wasn't my plan. It was God's plan. In my, at the time, I was like, well, in 2010, my wife and I surprisingly went to my parents who are Hindu. Uh, they had bought a new house, was getting it blessed, and all the family relatives were there. It was their, they said, hey, you guys have been together for seven years. You guys are engaged. Get married now. Like, oh, uh, Okay. Uh, we have we have, we have the priest Indian priest here. We have uh, we have the fire here and flowers and everybody we need. And Heidi's parents and families here from Mexico get married. I was thinking to myself, well, we might as well get our Catholic marriage done because uh, I don't want to get divorced at the end of ten years because my wife didn't have her Catholic wedding. And uh, you know, so my and I'm gonna be honest with you. My plan was I was gonna do the RCIA, and that was it. Whatever needed to keep my wife happy, because uh, I remember the the conversation my wife and I had was, oh well, you know, now that we're married, our kids are gonna be Catholic. And I said, you know what? I don't really care. I don't care for the religion. I'm not gonna be a part of the organized religion. And um, you know, and I'm not going to be a part of this church. So whatever you want to do, fine, as long as they're good people. So I didn't want a part of it. So was it in RCIA then, or was it in your family life that God really got a hold of you and pulled you in? It was in RCIA where my conversion happened. I was on disability at the time, and I was going to RCIA with Vicodin. So I, and one, to numb up the pain, but two, to be drugged up. So I didn't have to hear the deacon listen uh, to talk during the whole time. <laughs> so, That's one way to get to RCIA. <laughs> you know, it was like uh, the first day I went, you know, he said, I, I know, I know who you are. I know what your background is. We're not going to try to convert you. You know, the whole spiel, like our brothers in the other Christian faith, you know, then they knock the door. And that was a story. Son tried to do the same thing. Gave me a hug. I'm like, what's what's wrong with you people? Why are you guys so happy? And uh, halfway through RCIA, I had a, a blessing and a miracle happen in my own home, which got me legally off of the 40% disability, brought me into conversion and made me believe that God was there. Oh, what and a- even writing. So that's, that's phenomenal. Sort of it. Thank God just kind of gets in there and kind of gets a hold of us. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're reelected, where do you see California going in the next two years? What kind of plans do you have in mind? Well, you know, we we finally were able to start uh, working with our respectable and worthy state deputy now. We've been able to have numerous conversations uh, with our state warden, our state advocate. Our state warden is now a Knights on Bikes member as well. He's been there for three years. So we've had this entry doorway where I've been able to attend into chapter meetings. And I think, honestly, I'd like to be able to have the Knights finally be able to get into that spotlight. Our brothers have worked so hard over these years. It's countless hours. And that being said, you know, it's only respectable to not only promote the Knights of Bikes here in California, but also promote the Knights of Bikes uh, nationwide to be a standard for our brothers throughout the nation to be not only respected amongst them brothers, but around the councils 
Um, and it's supreme. Amen. Um, hey, you know, I did want to ask, sorry to interrupt, but sure, um, yeah. because you are a current state president, you know, serving in that position for some time now, what are, you know, one or two quick things that you feel like you've accomplished during your presidency there that uh, really make you proud to be who you are? Well, recently in October, our state deputy had uh, mentioned to us that Knights on Bikes and Knights of Columbus are now going to be equal brothers in the order. Uh, we were not allowed at one point to be part of the fourth degree procession because of the dedication of our brothers, not not because of what I did or anything. It's just it's all them. And the miles that they did, they came up and said, you know what, we're going to allow you to be a part of the fourth degree. You're no longer to be separated, be a part of the fourth degree order when it comes into the color war. Um so that's one of the things I'm very proud of. And two, getting the priests and the bishops and at the archdiocese level to recognize us. People are beginning to recognize the Knights on Bikes. I like the way that you keep bringing up uh, your brother Knights and your brother's Knights on Bikes. And I, and we've got Phil here. Phil is one of your brothers in the California Knights on Bikes, also running for the position of state president. How you doing, Phil? I'm doing good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Now, you've been a member of the Knights on Bikes for a number of years, right? Yeah, I, I joined Knights on Bikes in uh, 2015. That's quite a while. You've probably been a part of a few memorable events. Have you got one that you'd want, like to share with us? You know, the most memorable event that, that I've had didn't happen in California. I went to the rally in El Paso and... I was kind of a little bit burned out. Yeah, when I went to El Paso, it just totally recharged me. The brotherhood and camaraderie that I felt at that rally doesn't compare to any other type of brotherhood and camaraderie that I've ever felt. And that's, I mean, I've been in the military. I was a police officer for 24 years. And we have brotherhood and camaraderie in those organizations. There was no comparison, none whatsoever. Now, I know you mentioned uh, being a member of the Knights on Bikes since 2015 and the Knights of Columbus since 2011. Uh, were you born Catholic or were you a convert as well? No, I was, I'm a cradle Catholic. Has uh, the Lord kept you the entire time or uh, did you find yourself wandering away? And I wandered away for a little while. I went, I went to Catholic school from first to eighth grade. After eighth grade, I kind of, I just stopped going to church. I mean, not, didn't really, I won't say I left the faith, but I was just a non-practicing Catholic, really. Probably 27, 28 years ago, I met my wife and slowly I got, got back to going to church. We went to a, we went to an Easter mass and the priest there just, he just, it just clicked in my head all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, this is where I need to be. And mm -hmm. been going back to church ever since. That's pretty awesome. I, I call that period of time where you start off on fire for God and the Catholic faith, and then you fade out and then come back. That fade out time, I always call that being a cafeteria Catholic. Yeah. yeah you pick and choose when you go, what you want to yeah. do, what you want to yeah. believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, as a convert, I went through that as I well. I was one of the CEOs, Christmas and Easter only. Yeah, <laughs> I had one. never heard that one. That, that's the one. That's a good one, though. I'm going to. That's a, that one. from an usher at, at at our church here one time. We we're walking in, and he's like, "Oh, this is one of those days when the CEOs will be here." And I kind of looked at him. He goes, "Christmas and Easter only." <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is. Good. So hey, if you brothers in California rally up behind you, brother Phil and uh, vote for you as president of state what kind of things do you have in mind where do you where do you see california going in the next two years i i'd like to see california grow uh as far as the membership 
My idea is that if you get members involved in doing things that they want to do, picking the charities that they want to contribute to and the rides that they want to do, that it gets everybody engaged. And the more people you have engaged and the more people you have out there, the more people you're going to attract. You know, a crowd attracts a crowd. Yeah. So when I was president of Diocese for San Bernardino, we did that. We had a monthly ride and and it wasn't always something to do with the church. We'd just get together and ride to a restaurant somewhere and picking roads that are enjoyable for a motorcyclist to ride. And we'd get there and sit around and break bread and people would approach us and, and come up to us and say, hey, who are you guys? Are you guys Knights of Columbus? And yeah. And it was it was really interesting. And, you know, some people were like, hey, I'm a knight. I didn't know that there was a motorcycle group and they ended up joining. And I'd like to see more of that going on. I know a lot of the guys are like, hey, how come we're not doing this anymore? How come? I read something that you wrote in your bio about raising funds for wheelchairs that I thought was pretty phenomenal. It tied in with the corporate acts of mercy and the things that we're supposed to do as knights, as Catholic gentlemen. Can you tell us a little bit about that idea? Yeah, when I when I first joined Knights on Bikes, Mo uh, Mo was the state president at the time, and uh, when I spoke with him, he said, "There's only one thing that I ask." He goes, "Every ride you guys do, everybody pitch in five dollars, and at the end of the year, we'll give it to the American Wheelchair Foundation from the Knights of Columbus are work together with." Mm-hmm. So, I started doing that at the diocese level, and. Uh, I think the first year we did it, when I was uh, diocese president, we collected enough money that the foundation said that would that was enough for like half a wheelchair. So we gave somebody two wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we use. Oh, hopefully the big wheels. Those are the important ones. Two big back wheels. If you wear your cuts to church, do you feel like you're being looked on by other parishioners as just a couple of guys in a biker gang? I don't feel that way. Well, if, if we've got something going on, like right after mass, I'll usually ride my bike and wear my cuts to church and no issues whatsoever. I mean, I've had people come up to me and ask me again, you know, hey, I didn't know the Knights of Columbus had a motorcycle group. And one guy came up and goes, hey, how do I join? I said, well, you have to be a Knight of Columbus. Okay, well, how do I join the Knights of Columbus? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Nice. That's one of my favorites. You know, you get in the church, you got to get into the Knights of Columbus and then give me a call. So for any of you brothers out there in California and you're watching this podcast before March 7th, I have to tell you, just from the limited time that we've been talking with uh, Phil and Raj here, quality guys. I think you'd be lucky and blessed to have either one of them serve as your state president. And I have to say, Santa, I'm glad... I don't have to make this vote. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what I'm excited about is this looks like a win-win to me. I think California is headed in the right direction and I'm looking forward to working with you guys. I'm looking forward to, to working with you guys too. Are either of you guys going to the rally in uh, New Orleans? Oh yeah. We're both going. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Yes. I'll, I'll see you guys there. Absolutely. Awesome. I think half the day today was uh, not very productive for work, but was very productive for planning our trip to NOLA. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. When are we leaving? Who's driving? Who's riding with who? Who's doing what? Yeah. (laughs) Where, Where should we pull over and get the bikes out of the trailer and ride into New Orleans so it looks like we rode all the way, you know? I appreciate you guys being here. Thanks so much for joining us. Any uh, last words of wisdom? I'll, I'll share this one story. And I, and I think 
this has been kind of my motto, the stuff that I, I do with the Knights of Columbus. And it's been kind of my driving force. I, uh, it's a little story, so I'll just take two minutes, I promise. There was this father, Ron Ronald Young. At my conversion, I uh, was reading a lot of people bashing the Catholic Church. And I said, you know, how can I be like Scott Hahn or, you know, be able to defend her faith? He said, Raj, why, what do you mean? He says, well, these guys are so knowledgeable and they read all these books. And he says, well, what means more, the Bible or the man? And I said, of course, the Bible, it's the word of God. Everything's there. I mean, that's everything about a Catholic faith. And he said, no, it's a man. I said, how so? I mean, we're sinful and we do things and we break the laws of God. He says, yeah, but remember, not everybody reads the Bible. Not everybody lives the Bible. Not everybody follows the path. Even Catholics, they claim to be good Catholics. But when you die and the impression you would leave while you're living amongst the people you live with, is going to be the way people will remember how the Bible is seen, how God's face moved your life and how everything that you did pointed to him you know whoever is going to be the state president brother phil is I, i've had the utmost respect for so whoever will lead california i pray that they would leave the face of christ to others as our brothers have written with us and they've shown it to those who have doubted us for many years and have become face of christ not just in california but with the knights on bike i think that's i think that's beautiful Brothers, I'm looking forward to to working with you down there. And I think you hit the nail on the head. It's more about people will forget what you said, but they'll remember what you did and how you made them feel. Yeah. 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 Amen. And so, Brother Phil, any last words of wisdom? Any stories you want to tell? Oh, I don't know that you want to hear any of my stories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I have to hear it. <laughs> No, I, I, I really I really don't have any any real stories or words of wisdom. I mean, I, I have countless stories, but not many to do with nights on bike. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a brotherhood. It's a true brotherhood. I feel it, it's amazing when we go out and ride together and and break bread together and stuff like that. The feeling that you get when we go out and do rosary runs and things like that. It, it's just really amazing. I really I don't have a lot else to say except you know keep the shiny side up and the rubber side down and get to where you're going yep. nice well one thing's for sure several times today you've mentioned uh brother phil you've mentioned breaking bread and i am all about that so i will ride with you to break bread anywhere because that's one of my favorite things to do uh brother raj uh, i don't know if i can say the same you talked about getting food poisoning when you broke bread somewhere okay. so <laughs> that was vegas and that i will never eat in vegas again that was <laughs> Oh, never doing that again. Never having sushi in, in Vegas ever again. <laughs> no, I agree. The buffet is just not the place. If it was a sushi bar, perhaps, yeah, eating that hotel with ice cubes underneath the sushi, yeah, I never, <laughs> never doing that again. Well, that's how they do it in the Midwest. Did you get any of that sushi out in Indiana, Phil? No, no, I'm not a sushi kind of guy. Yeah, that's bait up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big old slab of beef, and I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting at Brother Phil's table. That's right. That's right. Like I said, we're breaking bread, brother. (laughs) Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming on to the show. 
There it is. There it is. Well, this is only episode two officially, but uh, please tell all your friends, tell your neighbors, and even those people you don't like so much, you can tell them to. Uh, have them tune in. Maybe something will rub off on them because all of our episodes, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some conversations from, from dignitaries to bikers. That's who we are right here, and that's who you'll find right here on the unofficial podcast. So be sure to talk about it. Hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank you, Brother Phil. Thank you, Brother Raj. And all of you guys watching, if you liked it, remember, smash that like button. And if you want to see more episodes, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, ride easy and God bless.